Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Arc Cake Coach Podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, day creative community manager, award-winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international cake community, cake collaboration, and cake competitions, you are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome to another episode of the Arcaco coach podcast. Christina here. I'm so happy to have you all here. I'm so thankful and so grateful for this new week. It's, um, it's the last week, the last two days of August is the beginning of the month of September, my birthday month. And I'm really happy, really excited because we have a lot of things programmed. This next part of the year is my favorite. We have September, which is my, my birthday month. Then we have October, Halloween, November, fall, and December Christmas. So for me, this is the best part of the year and it's just about to start. And we're going to start having a lot of fun in the cake, uh, the Art Cake Coach group on Facebook, where we're going to be doing um, a challenge during the whole month of September. Uh, this is a special episode because I'm recording as I am uh, recording this on the microphone I'm recording I'm, I'm taping this because I want to share the behind the scenes of these episodes on my social media so I have a lot of news for you guys before we deep in we get into the episode today's episode is about a niche how to find your niche as a cake artist and a few tips and tricks that uh, I've been um conclusions, I will say more conclusions that I've been doing or I've been getting into as I move along in this path of cake, of the cake world about if it's, if it's really necessary to niche, uh, where is my niche? <laughs> is it that important? Can we do it as a cake artist? So, because there's a lot of information about niche and there's a lot of genetic information, I have to say, information that you find everywhere and online. And, um, and you wonder sometimes is if that information is real for you or not as a cake artist. So first of all, some of the news coming up. So we will have in September a very special um, live demo series on Cake Friends Stay Creative on the month, like I said, in the month of, month of September, thanks to our amazing teachers. Um, I'm also organizing a social media calendar planner class in Spanish for my amazing uh, Spanish speaker friends. Um, the online school is going to be reactivated and it's going to have new classes coming up. Uh, remember that you have already many classes in the online school. You can find it at www.theartcakeschool.com. Um, and in there, you can also book my coaching sessions, one-on-one coaching sessions with you, where I can help you 
with your mindset, with um, your time management, social media posting, teaching your craft, and many other things in a more personalized way. Um, there are going to be some changes on YouTube and on my Instagram. I think I'm getting to the point that I believe the Art K Coach should have their own space. So I'll probably go, I'm going to be dividing the Art K Coach into a different Instagram account and a different YouTube account. We'll see about that. Uh, it's just a thought I'm just sharing with you. And of course, remember, you can always find me in a social media, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And I will be leaving the links to all my social media here. So you can find me. You can ask me anything. You can give me your feedback feedback about, um, about the podcast. I would love, love to hear your feedback. And if you do leave me a comment because I will give you a shout out next episode. So let's start. Let's dig into today's episode and let's see what is it there for us as a kick artist and finding our own niche. So today's episode is about niche. Uh, we talk so much about niching our product, about finding our niche, but is it really a thing to be done? Is it really productive? Is it really important? Well, uh, I've been giving a lot of thought about this and let me share with you my ideas and I would love to hear your feedback about it because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, contradictory ideas about niching. Uh, people will think it's absolutely necessary and people, some other people will think it's impossible. I'm talking about us as cake artists. I'm going to tell you a little bit about, about it in uh, when we go deeper into the episode. But let's just start with the concept. A niche is not a really a group of people because when I started in this, I thought a niche is like, okay, so this is the group of people I'm selling to. Now, actually, the, a niche is the space. It sounds very weird, but it is the space. Um, as you understand the concept, you realize this space is actually where your target audience is. Your target audience is your client, not your niche. And the niche is the place where you can find that target audience. We have talked about this a lot in the RK Coach group. I, I made a live demo about it, a live class. Um, my my The members of the group had their thoughts about it. Uh, and the idea is, where really, where do I find my customer? The idea is like the niche, because we thought, no, your niche. What's your niche? Where is your niche? Where do I find my customer? And my customer has to be my ideal customer, but we're going to get into that in just a moment. Um, okay, so you have all these beautiful concepts. It's beautiful concepts, right, about niche, of where you can make a difference, where you can fulfill the needs of their customers. And I have to be honest, at the beginning, I thought it was a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> As I realized that people... That, that people actually buy for specific reasons. And let me explain why. Uh, think about yourself as a customer. One of the reasons you buy is out of necessity. I need a pair of pants, you buy it. I need a, I don't know, a blender, you buy it. Whatever you need, you go and buy it. And the other one is emotion. Uh, let me see if you can relate to that. It's late at night, you're bored, you cannot sleep, and you get into an online store and you end up buying things because you're just bored. Or you're feeling down and you need to pick yourself up so you go buy something. Or you're feeling gorgeous and beautiful and you're like, this deserves to be celebrated, and you go and buy something. So it's actually out of necessity or emotion. I really understood that I, if I had to focus my product to a niche that I could help with a need. Uh, I mean, 
I really had to understand better to say, I really had to understand that it's like, okay, so the need being necessity or emotion about the product that I sell. And yes, I'm talking about help, not only selling, but help. And guys, this for me was a big aha moment. And I have to be honest, it didn't happen long time ago. It happened quite recently, even though I've been talking a lot about helping and about, um, you know, being there for the community and helping people. I never connected the help with the sale because for me, it was a totally separate concept. But um, then you realize that actually when, when you fulfill that need, talking back about what I was saying, the necessity of demanding a product or the emotion behind the product, when you fulfill that need, you close that sale. People buy your stuff. People come back because they feel that you're not just selling, you know, selling, selling things like buy my, buy my cookie or buy my cake, buy my cake. You're, you're, you're becoming a, a friend. You're, there's a relationship built behind it. So now we come to the second question about a niche because we already know about the sale and about the motion behind the sale. But uh, now niche means that I have to find the people that I'm going to help in a very specific, very, very specific place. So being specific, is it that important? Is it is it absolutely necessary to be absolutely specific? Because from the information that we see online, as more specific as you are, the best. It's like, I sell pink cupcakes for six years old. For example, I don't know. That, that's my thing. So if a six-year-old or the mom of a six-year-old wants to buy a pink cupcake, they're going to go to me. Wow, that's being very, very specific. There's people who works like that and it works for them. But us as cake artists, because that's that's my thing, us as cake artists, how specific can we be on a niche? Is it like that? I only sell pink cupcakes to six-year-old moms, uh, six-year-old uh, of, of, of mothers, I'm sorry, not six-year-old, of mothers of six-year-old kids or... Um, or I sell everything. And I'm going to go into that story in just a second. Now we come, so everyone recommends that as specific as you are, the best result you can have. However, as a cake designer, as a cake decorator, we rarely start with a specific niche. Let me see if you can relate to the story. We're the total opposite. We embrace so much that it becomes overwhelming and sometimes hard to let go of some things. So Think about this. When I started, um, I don't know, 15 years ago, right, making cakes, um, I started doing everything. So if, if a customer asked me for a cupcake, I will do a cupcake. If it was a cookie, I will do a cookie. If it was a wedding cake, I will do a wedding cake. If it was a birthday cake, I will do a wedding cake, a uh, birthday cake. Because you wanted to tackle everything. You didn't want to lose clients. And I'm sure there's a story with many of you. I'm sure it's just not my story. And there's a lot of people still doing that. I'm not blaming them. I'm not saying it's wrong. If it works for you, great. Uh, but if we talk about the niche, that's like trying to tackle a lot at the same time. Uh, so let me ask you these questions. Do you specify in one product, like, for example, wedding cakes or flowers? Uh, did you do that since the beginning of your cake business? Or was something that came with time? If so, was is was it instinct? Like, was it like, okay, I need to focus on only one thing? 
you realized that you were actually better to add something along the way. And it was like an organic reaction to your customers and the needs of your customers. How was it? Was it like you decided or was more like an organic flow into what your customers needed to what uh, to what they were looking for? Like what were my customers looking for? That's what I'm going to sell. So what was it? Are you still doing a lot? Are you still doing, are you, are you niching? Are you getting into one product and specifying one target audience? What is it? How is it working for you? In my case was a process of, believe me, my entire 15 years making cakes until, uh, until I realized that it was a thing to have a niche. And I have to say, I'm still working on it. Um, and I'm still identifying most of my niche. I mean, I'm, I'm still working on that thing. So my next question is, is it better to have a specific niche? Okay, that's where I stopped and I started thinking. It's like two things. And I always start my classes. I always start my, my courses when, we, when I teach about, about teaching, when I teach about social media, when I teach about setting goals. I always start with the question, why? Why are you doing it? So let's go back to that question. Why are you in this business? Is it to make money? We talked about this before. Is it to make money? Is it to become famous? Is it to be here for the long run? Is it just a side, you know, a side job to make a few, a few coins on the side? I don't know what, what you are, uh, what your why is, but the answer of this, this question is very important for anything that comes after and I said this before with setting goals with social media because this why is going to determine the like the roadmap the blueprint of what I'm going to do so if my why in this case my why is I want to be here for the long run I want to be in this industry for a while I'm going to uh, I want to be a person that be recognized for their talents, that can teach, that can help my community, that will go to international events, that will, uh, you know, somebody that people can say, oh, I know who this person is and I know what she does. This is what I want to do with my art and with my, my cake business. So let's take a look at the famous artists in the industry that we that we follow, that we care about, that we admire. If we take a look at these people, this and I'm meaning, think about your your cake uh, idol. You know, the person that's like, wow, I you know, I want to be like this person when I grow up. <laughs> I want, I want, I want to meet them. I want to learn from them. So let's take a look at these people, the ones that you look up and you admire, and the ones that you think, okay, they made it. I want to be like them. They usually stand up and stand out for a specific method or a skill. So think about it. Uh, one of my cake heroes, my cake idols, and I, I love her work and I think she's amazing, is Karen Portaleo. So if I think about Karen Portaleo, I immediately know her kind of work. Uh, as a customer, if I want a definite look in my cake, I know I'm going to look for her. I know her classes, I know her sculptures, and I know her products. I can identify this is what she does. This is her. This is her style. This is what she does. And like that many others, uh, I don't know, any cake, think of a cake artist that you know and think about it. It has a specific style of modeling or of creating cakes. Uh, as a wedding cake artist, if you are a bride and you want 
a specific look, you're going to go and look for this specific artist. I'm, I'm, I, I cannot think of, I think of many names, but um, for example, uh, Enrique Rojas, um, have, have some cake, Venezuelan pan. Hello, shout out for Venezuela. Um, he has this amazing sculptural wedding cake. So if the look of my wedding is going to be sculptural, I'm going to go and look for him because he identifies with this. He does this. That is his, that is his signature. So yeah, people who are, who made it in the industry, who are good in their thing, have a specific look and does in a specific product. Okay. So that's, that's one clue of, okay, maybe niching is good if that's what I want. Um, I'm sure that they know how to do many things. Carportaleo, Enrique, or whoever. Uh, Luma's Cake, also Venezuelan, people from Venezuela, woohoo. Uh, they, they, they do this amazing style of cakes and of work. I, I'm sure they can do anything else. I'm sure they can do cookies and flowers and wafer paper, modeling and baking, and macarons and anything, but they, defin they define their business within a specific product that they know who to sell to, how to sell it, and who needs that product. Is it on purpose? I don't know. I don't know, but when you think about it, it actually works for them. So my question is, why do we diversify and try to please every single customer and don't define our method, skill, or product? Fear of losing a client, fear of a competition, fear of not knowing something, but at the end, it all comes down to fear. And this month, the Art K Coach podcast is brought to you by Zaracino. It's sponsored by Zaracino. Zaracino Dolce products, they are amazing. They are my go-to products when I need to um, make any topper. I especially use their modeling paste, pasta model. It comes in different colors, ready to use. And for me, it's a great fit for any of the pieces that I make, even for cake operations or cake competitions. And also, of course, they're free monthly magazine we love pastry that you can download for free every single month in each issue you will find a lot of beautiful tutorials by very talented artists from around the globe and you can enjoy reading interesting interviews and blogs and of course check out all the creations made by all of you using Saracino product I will be leaving all the links for downloading this month magazine here in the descriptions of this episode thank you so much Sarah Chino for being part of the Art K Coach. So yes, fear. Now, this leads to nothing productive. I mean, fear. In base uh, of our cake business, uh, if, we, if we do it out of fears, we're competing with others instead of creating our own path. The question is, do this business last? I mean, small business, uh, working from home, bakers, you know, not big bakers because big bakers have to have a lot of products. Uh, they probably last if they price correctly, but competing with others and fearing of losing clients would lead us to lower prices, over scheduler agenda, overwhelming and bad time management. And that shows in the final product. That's what happened. This is my opinion. I feel liberated when I niche my product. <clears throat> like I said, still a work in process uh, because I still have a lot of, I always have a lot of fronts to cover, but uh, I'm trying, I know 
I know now that my product is for cake artists. Um, I'm stopped doing cakes. Um, I've been lowering the amount of cakes uh, doing for for clients. I'm just keeping a few clients that they don't let me go. <laughs> they won't say they won't take no for an answer. But uh, I'm focusing more on the community and my fellow cake artists. So I know that is I know that they are my target audience, and my niche is where I can find it. I can focus on my perfect client instead of chasing thousands of possible buyers that won't buy my art and think my prices are high. Because this is another thing. When you do many things, you're always chasing clients. When when you're diversifying too much, and I'm I mean again, when you're by yourself, home business uh, or a small bakery, you know, something small when a cake artist trying to sell their product that could happen. So imagine all of that come from just not taking in consideration, having a niche for your business. Now, do you agree? You disagree? What do you think? I, I would love, I would love if this was a two-way conversation and not just me talking. Let me know. Actually, I want to ask you to send me an email to theartcakeexperience at gmail.com. Send me an email and tell me what do you think about this episode, if you agree or not, and I will give you a shout out on next episode. Now, here are some tips to set your niche, and this comes from a class that we did in the Art Cake Coach group on Facebook. Your niche must be specific. Your niche is where your audience is. It's not your audience. And your niche equals your audience plus their needs. So think about this question. Who do you want to help? By helping, I mean with your product, by selling them your product, you're helping them with something. Remember when we talked before about emotions and about needs? So who do you want to help? Who do you know and understand? I'm going to give you my example. I know my, I mean, I could be talking this about any kind of business, niche, mindset, positiveness for anything. But am I going to be talking this to, I don't know, lawyers? Probably not because I don't know anything about lawyers, but I do know about the cake business. I know what is to be a cake artist. I know what is to be a cake decorator or a cake designer. I've been doing this for 15 years. So I know what I would need as a person as for my business. So I know I can give this to you. I'm sorry if there's some background noise today. Apparently my neighbors decided to do some remodeling in their houses on Monday morning. But uh, I'll try to I'll try to fix this in the program. So who do you know and understand? I understand my cake artist. So why would I be targeting anybody else? Who am I capable of serving? By this is, uh, let's go to the next question. What is your superpower? What is the thing people look for you? How can you help these people? So think about also what you know and you are capable of doing. Like, for example, again, I'm going to give you an example of me. I, I know piping. I know royalizing. I mean, we know it all when we do this business, but it's not my forte. So why would I be doing uh, or teaching royalizing if it's not my thing? So what am I capable of doing? For me, is the modeling, is the sugar paste modeling. So I can help you with that. I can teach you that because that I really know. Who can benefit from my help? And what are their pain points? This is a thing that is, I mean, if you go online and you find information about niche, this question comes out a lot, pain points. I don't like this because when you think pain points, you think, oh, this 
you know, this person is helpless and I need to help them. And I don't think so. What are they needs will be more, will be nicer. So what are the things they need to, they need some help with? Okay. Where can I find these people? And here's where the niche come from. Where can I find my cake artist to help? Well, in my cake communities, online, on the Facebook groups, on the cake events, that's where I can find them. And that is going to be my niche. What will attract them? Think about that. What will attract my target audience? My help, helping them in solving something that they cannot solve on themselves. When you when you think about taking a class with another fellow cake artist, what do you think? Oh, I'm going to take this class with this person because he or she makes this beautiful, oh, he's really good at faces and expressions for modeling. And I really think I need some help on that. So I will go and buy it. That's what attracts them. So I have a need. I need to improve my modeling of faces and I will look for people who does it better. That's it. Think about all these questions and put yourself in the target audience shoes. So always think of yourself as the client, what are their needs, and that's what you're going to offer to see what they expect from you. Now, we are bakers. We're cake artists. So let's try to target this question to our business to see if we can identify our niche. So the question is, what is the product that sells the best? What is your strong skill? Who buys this product? Where can I find these people? Let's try to give an example as cake artist. So what is the product that sells best? So imagine I do a lot of things like cakes and cookies and cupcakes, but the product that people look for is cupcakes. That's for the sake of an example. Let's go with cupcakes. Uh, so what is your strong skill? Well, I do very good piping with, with buttercream for the cupcakes. So we're, we're niching. It's cupcakes piped with buttercream. Who buys this product? Well, let's think. Um, this could be good for parties, probably kids' parties, because is a, is a cupcake something easily that you can give to each kid. You don't have to be cutting a cake. Or corporate events, for example, people standing up, they don't want to be cutting a cake and giving them in plates. They can have a cupcake. So my buyers could be moms or dads who wants to, who are organizing their kids' birthday parties. My audience, my buyers could be also um, party planners who have the option of serving cupcakes at their parties or corporate parties where people serve cupcakes. Okay. Where can I find these people? At corporate uh, organizations that organize events, for example, or party planners or moms and dads. So I'm niching. This is the people have to sell to. So if you know that is the people you're going to sell to, why are you standing up in, um, for example, a wedding event? Maybe cupcakes are not for weddings. Maybe maybe they are. I'm just giving an example. Um, so I'm not going to go into brides because actually the people who's going to offer, even to the brides, these products are the, the party planners or the party organizers. Right. So let me target the party organizer. I do this product. Try it. Show it to your client. Put it in your next party. See, that's niching. Now let's remember. So once you have found your niche, where your target audience is and where you find your clients and students, if you're a teacher, it is very important to do the following. Care about them. Follow up. Answer their questions. Send feedbacks feedbacks, 
Ask them for feedbacks about your product. Keep them updated with your product. Keep track of your customers because we want to make them regular customers. When they come back, we want them to become advocates of your work. Like, yeah, Christina does the best cupcakes. She did it for my kids' party. She did it for my husband's company party. And it's great. I mean, we want people to talk about it with love. Another piece of advice, your niche is not set in stone. And this is important because we 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 take so much time in finding that niche and, you know, organizing everything and setting, like, this is the people I'm going to sell to, that we get stuck in that for years and years to come. And actually, we evolve. As you evolve as a person, as an artist, as you learn new skills, as your product evolves, my cakes have nothing to do now with the cakes that I did 15 years ago. Um And I have to say, some it's crazy, but some skills that I stopped using, like piping, got worse over the years. Uh, and they were better at the beginning because I was just learning. So as I evolve for one in one way or another, my products evolve, so your niche and your target audience. So um, imagine through the years, you start getting into competitions, winning competitions. Your skills start uh, building up your, I don't know, imagine your a wedding cake artist and your wedding cakes have won awards and okay so your niche before was you know small to medium weddings maybe you're going to niche up to bigger weddings and bigger party planners and wedding planners because your product has evolved as well okay uh and with this uh I think we cover pretty much everything about niching, but don't forget this. Once your niche can uh, change, can evolve, it has to be organic with your product, with your work, with what you're going through, with, with where your business is going. And don't forget to keep track of your target audience because those are the ones that are going to spread the word and say, go buy their products or go buy this person's product because, um, At the end of the day, that is the best publicity we can have. September is here and it is my birthday month. Yay! My birthday is September 6th. And I want to invite you all to participate in a 30-day confidence building challenge to elevate your mindset and take care of yourself. We all need that. We as anybody, not just cake artists, we need to take care of us. That is something that I take away from this full year of Uh, life. This uh, last year has been has been quite a roller coaster for me, ups and downs. And but but at the end, with a great outcome, because uh, I can see, you know I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I've been dealing with with a lot mentally and in my health, and I finally see this is where I'm going. This is what I want to do. So uh, and one of the things that I learned is taking care of our mindset and our confidence is half of the way. So I want to share that this with you in this month, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to leave you the link for the RK Coach Group, my Facebook group, and I want to invite you to be part of this 30-day self-care um, and positive mindset challenge with me. I'm going to leave you here the, the hints for the first week. We're starting on September 1st. So each day we're going to be doing something very small, 
five, 10 minutes, no more of that, but something that elevates your quality of life and your conscience and your confidence and your mindset. So the first day, the first thing you're going to do is sit down and make a list of your best qualities. Talk nice to yourself. We're so harsh on ourselves sometimes. So make a list of your best qualities. Day number two is going to be about affirmations, positive affirmations to yourself and to everything around you, to your business, to your K community. Day number three, exercise. We're going to take care of that physical body. Go for a walk, um, do some push-ups, uh, do some sit-ups, <laughs> whatever works for you. It doesn't have to be anything too long, but try to move that body. Day number four, keep a promise to yourself. Mm, this is a this is one to think about. Number five, read a book. We I have to even. I mean, I'm telling you my story. I download the books my, on my phone. I start reading the books on the phone, then I fall asleep. Or when I see myself, I'm looking at reels on Instagram. So I really have to take a book, a physical book, and read it. Read a chapter. You don't have to read the whole book, but start start with a chapter. And we'll see what happens. Uh, day number six, call a friend. That friend that you haven't called in a long time, that you keep thinking of like, oh, one of these days I'm going to give him a call or a text or something. Call, but not a text. Call the friend. Let that friend listen to your voice. And day number seven, dun, 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 phase of fear. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. I have to think about that one as well. So can I count on you for this uh this challenge in the month of September, if you want more information about this challenge and to be with the community and to share all that, come, all that comes out of this, um, this challenge, I invite you to be part of the Art K Coach group on Facebook. And I will be leaving the links here in the description of this episode. I really, really hope that I can count on you. And with this, I'm going to close today's episode. So to review, um, think about that. Think about niching. Think if it's good for you, if it's important for your business. I'm not saying it's mandatory. Think about your business. Think about your necessities. Maybe you're, you really want to have thousands of products, or not thousands, but many products and, and many target audience, and it works for you. Fine, great. Give me, give me that feedback and tell me about it because I would really like to know. I work by myself; it's just me and everything that I do. So for me, niching has been important to organize my time and not feel overwhelmed. But it's all up to you and what really works for you. I hope this information has helped you. I hope this is just my input. This is what I think about it. So it doesn't have to be set on stone. That's why I love to hear your feedbacks and. I really hope that I can count on you for this 30-day challenge on the month of September. My birthday month. Woohoo. Actually, my birthday is is on a podcast day. It's on a Tuesday. So we're gonna talk about that next one. It's next week, actually. Yeah, it's on the 6th of September. So it's next week. Uh, I hope I can count on you for that one. And with this, I leave you as I always leave you, my friend. Stay safe and stay creative. Lots of love to all of you. See you next time.